We hit the mute button. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Excuse us as we just do some technical difficulties. We will move it all shortly. There's also some issues in it with the audio. So we're going live on the stereo app as well, which means you can actually call in live if you download the stereo app. So give us a few minutes. We're just sorting a few things out. So hey, hey, you are here. Welcome to the Nick and Jean Show, yeah, where we talk about everything in the nerdverse. And we're going live on video today. But if you're listening to us, then you have no idea what we're talking about. Oh, we have gone totally live with video. You can get us up up on um, t- oh, we're on Twitch and we're on YouTube. Yes, yes, sir. And we're through the stereo app as well, which is going to make for all kinds of craziness. So we are hey. currently live streaming on video on Twitch and YouTube, and we're also streaming on stereo live as well. Yay! Woo! And if you're seeing us on video, if you're seeing us on video, you won't be seeing us. You're going to be seeing our puppet versions because I have high anxiety and I don't think I can be on video yet. So you're going to have to deal with the puppets till then. Actually, I look like this in real life, so this is nothing new. Yes. Yeah, he does. I'm married to a puppet. puppet. Anyhow, we're all here, so do you want to uh, roll the intro? Spoiler warning, in case we happen to spoil anything. And this episode, lots of spoiler warnings. So in other words, you shouldn't be listening to this show if you don't want spoiler things to happen. And we're assuming you already have. So if you're listening, it's your fault you've not seen what we're going to be talking about. You got it? I can squeak too. It's just another manic Monday here in the nerd world, and we got some sweet, whoo, some sweet Marvel juice for you today. But first, what did you consume this week? What did I consume this week? Well, we had a good bowl of Cheerios earlier. Does that count? No, that's fine. Okay. I really am trying. Trying for a joke here, but you know what I'm saying? I'm really digging your eyebrows today. I'm having trouble hearing you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, I just, I'm really digging your eyebrows today. Ah, thank you. Thank you. I, I had them done especially for you. They're fantastic. You know what? They actually look like your real eyebrows, too. Hey. So all you guys are basically listening on the stereo app have no idea what we're just talking about. You should check out our Twitch stream or our YouTube channel so you can actually see what eyebrows I am talking about. They're extremely filthy. Anyhow, what did I consume this week? Well, it's, it's been a bit of a weird week for well, it's been a bit of a weird week for me. So 
I know you basically we had a chance to see more things than I have, and a couple of things we've seen, I've seen, we're going to be talking about later in the show. But you know, I, I I've been watching Staged. That's that BBC. That's that BBC uh, uh, one production that basically saw David Tennant and Michael Sheen, and that's actually been pretty good. Very funny. It's been very very funny, very funny. They basically it's it's basically uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheen basically using Zoom to well you know to basically do a rehearsal pr- play, but they're doing absolutely anything but rehearsal play. And it's just so funny watching these two actors riff off each other. And it's, it's, it's called Staged, and you'll find it on Hulu. And I have to tell you this, I, I'm just there. I was, I was in tears when I was watching it. I was watching it. Gene was actually seeing me on the ground laughing in tears watching this show. Yeah, it, yes, it's he, it. Was. Really good. he was. So actually, it's, I, I, it is a lot of fun. A lot of fun to see. So that's pretty well, that's one of the main things I've consumed. Pretty much everything, but pretty much everything else we've really just watched together. I mean, I, I caught a couple of Justice League Justice League animations. That's the Justice League old uh, Bruce Tim show, and I watched a bit. But watched a bit of the Superman animated series as well because I really enjoy that enjoy that kind of stuff. And it still begs the question: Why does DC live action not use the DC animated writers? Because they can tell a story. I agree. So that's pretty much what I've been up to this week. Of course, you know I've been I've been I've been basically building Ninjago City Gardens as well, which, are turning, which is turning out to be a monster Lego set. I mean, I'm about what, over, over five thousand pieces. Yeah, and I'm only. And you're still not done. I'm still not done. No, no. I've got like eight bags and like fifteen hundred pieces left to do, which is probably going to eat the rest of my week here. And I, I drew a little bit and wrote a little bit and slept, you know that kind of thing. So, how was your week? It was good. It was busy. So unfortunately, I didn't get to consume much, but we both got to see the new episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Woot woot. And man, did we get to see some good stuff. <laughs> Actually, yes, I, I'm going I'm to say, say I really am enjoying what I'm seeing with Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's definitely, definitely a uh, interesting show. Um, it's, it's, it's just it's, it's they're taking the TV, the premise of TV shows and they're making it, they're making it cinematic, which is absolutely fa- which I think is absolutely fantastic. And I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just enjoying the hell out of this one. And this one's this one's even better because we got Desire Bradley. Yay! I know, yay! <laughs> I was so stoked to see him. Oh, my God. I know. This is absolutely fantastic because this opens up so much possibilities now. I mean, I didn't I honestly didn't think I honestly did not think they were going to go there, but they did. So we got we got we got Isaiah Bradley. And those who don't know, Isaiah Bradley is basically the. Well, I know how how the show presents it, but I know how they present it in the comic books, the comic book called Truth. And Azila is basically the first Captain America. He's basically who they tested the super the, the super soldier ceremony before Steve got it. And before you go, well, didn't Steve, well, how does Steve not know about this? Steve was never told. So, and uh, Bucky knows, but Steve doesn't. And Azila Battle is basically like the guinea pig guinea pig for this. And I'm so happy to see this part of the, part of the Captain America legacy because I think it's going to really really add some add additional pathos to the story. And plus, not only did we get to see Azila. We got to see Eli too. I 
was so excited to see him. You know what? That means the yes, young you know Avengers mean? are young men. Yay! Yay! We're going to see Young Avengers. It's going to be fantastic. I'm just so excited. I'm going to squeak. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to see the Young Avengers now. There's no way they're going to introduce Billy and, Billy and Speed and not and Eli and not do the Young Avengers now. They're setting this up. They really are setting this up. Oh, yeah. We're definitely getting the Young Avengers at some point. I don't know what point, but we're getting them. And I love that it was in Baltimore. Woo, woo. <laughs> Which means that Baltimore is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, let's be, well, let's be fair here. It's not like Marvel never ever set the stuff in, like, you know, imaginary cities like DC did. So Well, true. Yeah. But they've mentioned Baltimore now. And they've so shown what? Baltimore now. So... Yay! We exist! What you're, what you're trying to say is Baltimore's canon. Yes! Yay! So our home city, oh, give a location away there, perhaps I should not have, is basically canon the Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe, which means I can now cosplay as myself. Is that right? That's right. So we are technically Marvel Cinematic Universal characters, right? That's right. Oh, that's pretty cool. That really is cool. And um, I, it was, it was very, it was a very emotional moment. Yes, it was. Yes, I, I will agree. Yes, but I think I think we get a little bit ahead of ourselves when we talk about Isaiah Bradley right now. I think we should talk about the opening because basically we had that huge cinematic sequence again. Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. That was gorgeous and beautiful, and I loved every second of that. I mean, I mean, let's see. There was basically what we saw was basically a was basically a movie grade stunt of basically people fighting on top of moving trucks. Yeah, and that really, I thought that really, I thought that really kicked ass because it's like, wow, this is actually some really, 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 really high class stunt work going on here. I mean, watching Bucky and. Uh, and uh, Sam go up against the basically characters that have a uh, have a version of the Super Soldier Serum inside them, and they're getting their asses kicked. And then in in swoops John Walker on the helicopter with with you know his his helpful assistant Battlestar. Yeah, I've got my suspicions about John Walker. Well. I've already got my suspicions about John Walker because, I uh, you know, the years of basically U.S. agent experience and that type of thing. He's well, I don't know how bad they're going to make him in the uh, in the universe in the MCU, but in the books himself, he's a pretty has some pretty uh, nationalistic points of views, and he's he's an antithesis to what who and what Steve is. Now, I think in this one we saw a bit more of John Walker uh, and what he is and what he does, which was great. And I think that's basically gives a bit more pathos to the character. And thank God they took that bloody helmet off him so he looks less like a Muppet. I mean, it was embarrassing for his Muppets, after all. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Sorry. I'm just moving myself on the screen here. So I'm more, 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 more in the center here. Oh, yeah. But thank, by the way, Josh, this is Josh who's on, my, my, on our... Uh, our live stream here on Twitch. 
Yep. Hi, Thanks Josh. For nice. How are you? Hey, Josh. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. And yeah, just that is my shield in the background there, and I think it's really cool as well. <laughs> but anyhow, let's go, let's go back. Let's go back to Falcon the Winter Soldier. Um, so yeah, we had that great fight on top. Uh, great fight on top of the on, on top of the moving, moving trucks, which I thought was really really cool. And they've actually added an extra layer to the flag smashers, where basically they're not just basically cookie cutter villains now. They have a, a very realistic and very understandable agenda. Which I thought was re was really well done as well because they really are using the hell out of this blip, which I think is great. They should really explore the ramifications of the blip and how it basically affects the uh, the Marvel how it affects the Marvel Universe Earth. Well, yes. Hello, my Cherie. I think. Sorry, we're having technical difficulties. Um, I think that I'm wondering if that's what they took from the power broker, if they took some serum. I think they could do. And the if power they're trying to make serum. more super soldiers. And but, I'm excited about what the power broker could mean. Yeah, that should be interesting as well. I mean, I mean, I, you know, the power broker is a, is a newish character for me as well. So it should be interesting to see how that goes. And, uh, I think that's going to be a, a good development because now, now basically we've got, we've got layers upon layers here. The flag smashers have gone from like cookie cutter bad, bad guy to basically having an agenda that's a sympathetic agenda i think as well and i should bring some extra pathos to that to their character arc even though i think one of them died in the most stupid way possible my god let's go running to the guns i have super soldier serum so i'm gonna run towards the guns Woo! silly but well, um it, w it was silly but i think it was to prove how far they're willing to go for their cause yeah i guess it's probably was basically hey, hey let's see how fanatic we are and let's go from there Hey, I just found out something. This is going to help you out a little bit. If you actually put your arm on something, you'll probably find it a bit easier easier to use your puppet. Yeah, I, I tried that. It's not working because it's not the right height. We're gonna we'll, we'll get it figured out after this podcast. I promise. I, 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 I keep, I keep seeing you shrink off the screen. Like, ooh, I'm down. I'm up, and I I know yeah, I probably I'm it, all it, over the place on this one. But we'll we'll figure it out for the next one. I promise. Yeah, I, I, that usually indicates that you've got some some kind of arm ache going on. So, yeah, yeah, I do because I'm having to hold it up in the air. But that's okay. Anyways, okay, okay. Well, long as that long as that terrible terrible thing, I'm actually lean, leaning against the side of my chair here. So yeah, uh, I, I'm kind of propped, but I think I'm going to be feeling it too at the end of, end of the show. But you know what? But I'm also wondering if John Walker has a little bit of that super soldier serum in him as well and if that's why they were doing tests on him at mit to see if they gave humans like a watered down version or something of it is what it would do and i think it's possible that john walker and his partner could have some of it in them and that's why they're able to do what they can do so you think that you think they enhanced as well then I think it's possible. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I can understand that. I mean, I'm not too certain if they're enhanced or not. I don't. I, I, they're definitely not at the power level that the flag smashers are at. And uh, Bucky is probably the most enhanced one there because we we know that basically he, he can go toe to toe with Cap from the Winter Soldier Winter Soldier movie. So we know we know Bucky's definitely enhanced. And Jerry's still out. And Jerry's still out. And Sam, I, I don't know if he's enhanced or not, but 
you know, he's flying through the air at super speed with just a pair of goggles on. So I think they've done something to his, psycho- his physiology so he can do that. But um, yeah, I think Battlestar and Walker may have, have a mild, mild version of the uh, Super Soldier Serum. And I think that's basically helping them basically keep up and helping Walker throw the shield like he's throwing the shield. So. But no, I, I, would you I, like to tell? Would you like to tell people who don't know um, a little quick fact about Battlestar's name? Oh, and Battlestar's name? name. Battlestar's name. Okay, I think I've got this right. It's been my my memory's quite quite fuzzy. The character basically is basically related back to the nineteen sixties uh, Captain America, which basically was a John Walker Captain America commie smasher. And he, at one point, he had a uh, a black partner who he called Bucky. But Bucky has racial connotations in the um, in well everywhere basically. So uh, they renamed him. They renamed him Battlestar uh, in the comic book. So basically, wouldn't have racial connotations. That's why I kind of cheered when I basically it's Sergeant Lowell's, I believe, who's playing the uh, playing the the uh, Bucky style character with Walker, calling himself Battlestar. It's like, yay! That was a throwback to a, a throwback to a sixties comic book, which is, I think is really really nice. And I'm seeing. It's, it, and it's, it's just kind of fun. I, I had to say this: the whole helicopter swooping down, with Cap jumping out, with, with John Walker jumping out, and Battlestar swinging down the rope was very cinematic as well. I, I, it I kind was of enjoyed cinematic, that but it was also like ah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. But yeah, so the, the, I think the entire fight on top of the trailer was good, and basically we had a lot more interaction between Bucky, uh, between the Sam, 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 Sam and Bucky, and uh, the uh, and, and Walker's team. And again, like Walker's doing good; he's coming off as a bit as a dick, like he's supposed to. And I think that I think that's good. I I don't know how far they're going to take Walker, but I like the fact that basically he's been an asshole. <laughs> Yeah, like you kind of like at first you kind of like, oh, well, it's not his fault, you know, but but then now you're like, mm, oh, he's a bit of a dick. He's a bit of a dick, yeah. <laughs> but also, I thought it's kind of funny. Funny, I think he's got all, all this uh, U.S. aging Captain America, new Captain America 2.0 merchandise is out, and he's signing it and everything. So it's like, look, it's a U.S. government franchise. <laughs> oh God, yes. Yeah, but let's move away, move away from what's going on here and talk about basically, you know, the flag smashes and what's going on with those guys and back to basically in the power broker and stuff. Um, I think, I think that's, that's that's good stuff going on there. And when Bucky says, "I know," Bucky says, "Follow me." I know something that might be to help, and they go to go to Isaiah's house in Baltimore. I was like, "Oh my god, they're going there!" Oh, I you saw me? I was jumping up and down on the couch. I, I was so excited. I was so happy. I, I, could, I couldn't stand myself. You couldn't stand yourself. No, hey, I, I, think, I couldn't I stand think. myself. I was so excited. I know you did. I thought I thought, I thought you were going to have a happy accident. No, I wasn't that happy, but close. But close. I, I I'm just looking at the stereo app. It looks like we've got. It looks like we've got a caller. Well. Let's see what they have to say. Let's see what the call has to say in stereo. I hope you picked up on a streaming mics. You gonna press the button? Hit button. Go ahead. Okay, I'll press it. It's somebody called Nicholas. No relation, I don't think. That's what he has to say. He called in at eight fourteen. So, hey Nicholas, we're just gonna play your message now, okay? How do you think Sharon Carter is gonna tie into all of this? Oh, oh, 
Hey, Nicholas, I didn't quite catch the end of your message. Can you basically, if you can, can you send it in again for us? And I'll happily reply to it. It was, it was a question, but it, it, it completely trailed off. Did you, could, you, could, you, could you catch any of it, Gene? I think he was asking how somebody tied into all this. Hmm. I didn't catch who it was, though. Okay, so, hey, Nicholas, if you can let us know who, who you were asking who ties into all this, then I'll, I'll try to answer that question for you, okay? Because the audio really tailed off there. So I do apologize. So please, 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 please leave a message and we'll do our best to basically get back to you. Anyhow, um, so where was I? Oh, hang on. I think he may oh. have basically done it back. So. You want me to take it? I'll, I'll, I'll play it, right? Okay. So, All hey, right. everybody, in case you want to leave, leave a message and, and contribute to the show, go to, download the stereo app and find us in stereo. And you can leave messages which we can reply to in real time here. Okay? We're okay. on the stereo app right now, live. Yeah, so we're actually taking messages. It's like a call-in calling show, so feel free to call in and our puppets will supply, reply to you. Okay, so Nicholas left his message at 8.20, so I'm going to listen again and hopefully I'll find out who he wants me to basically talk about this ties into all this. Sharon Carter, how is, he, how is she going to tie into all of this? Ah, ah okay. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Yeah, oh, yeah cool, our cool. girl. Great question, Nicholas. Great question. Um, well, she, well, Sharon Carter in the comic books is Agent Thirteen uh, in in Shield, but I don't think she's Agent Thirteen at the moment time because Shield does not exist. So we, I think what's going to happen next is uh, they're going after Zemo. I got Zemo. a feeling they maybe maybe they she helps them get Zemo. Yes, I, I, that's what I think so too. I think what's going to happen is next episode we're going to see Sharon and Sam is going to approach Sam or book, Sam is going to approach Sharon and ask her to help get access to uh, to Zemo. Uh, at some point, that basically means Zemo is going to basically uh, get a, is going to make an escape, and that's how she's going to get pulled into the story. Now I'm looking forward to this because uh, Agent Thirteen in the comic books really does kick ass, and we've seen that great scene in the trailer where basically she's fighting those three or four dudes with basically that battle, and she and she uses it so effectively. It's like like you forget that Sharon is a fully trained, fully trained, and very dangerous Shield agent. So I am really looking oh, forward yeah, to seeing Sharon get into this. So uh, that's how I that's how I think we're going to be seeing um, Sharon coming coming into the, in, into the episode. So we expect to see her in episode three. So um, I hope that answers your question, Nicholas, and I do appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Nicholas. Thanks for calling in. Please keep so, listening. Please, and please keep listening as well. And please share this with all your friends as well. But yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing Sharon Carter come in. And I think she's going to connect to how Zemo comes in. I really liked the uh, the antagonistic play between Bucky and Sam as well, where they were basically, you know, not liking each other at all. That was cool as well. Oh, yeah, they play, they play off each other really well. I think and so, I too. Loved, I, I love them together. They have fantastic chemistry together. I think they really do, and I think they're playing that antagonistic role very, very, very well. And I think that's going to basically uh, play up, play quite nice into the next four or five episodes, where they basically you kind of start begrudgingly work better together and better. I'm not saying they're ever going to be you know the greatest friends ever, but you never know. But um, I have to we say, we have another uh, question, so let's listen and see. Oh, what... we have no question. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, let's cool. see what they have to say. Okay, let's see what we have going on here. This is from Aaron Rosie. I'm going to play this, Aaron, so I'm hoping I can, I, I hope I can hear your question straight away. So here we go. 11 up, 8 up, all under the sea. 
<laughs> yes. Under the sea, SpongeBob SquarePants. There's, I don't think that's related to what I was talking about, but hey, good use of uh, theme song there, Aaron. Appreciate it. So, <laughs> but as we were saying, I'm sorry, I got I got distracted. There's a shiny object next to me. Anyhow, a couple so, little um, Easter eggs this episode. Yes, yes. You want to talk about Easter eggs for a second? Um, you, you, well, you, 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 I, I will say this right now. I'm, I, I watched the programs and I pretty much dove into my comic book knowledge and basically add extra pieces to it. Gene, Gene dives deep into these into these things and she knows a lot of these Easter eggs. So I'm going to hand you over to Gene for a couple of seconds so she can talk about a couple of Easter eggs and I'm going to sneak a cup of tea. Ah, I, I also have some more questions. So I'll answer them while you're sipping your cup of tea. Thank you. I just got. I just got. I just got to take a quick drink. So apparently, you're not allowed to drink tea on Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah, just figure that out. Good right? to know. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have a a cup of tea. A cup of tea. Our first question is from Nicholas. So let's see what he has to say. Uh, how do you think mutants are gonna be in the MCU? Uh, could you repeat that for me? I, 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 for me, Gene? I didn't catch. I heard something about the MCU. Nicholas, can you send it again? I'm sorry, sweetheart. These th- the stereo no, album sound is horrible. What you were um, I've not actually seen the second episode of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yet. So it was great jumping in. Um, but I'm going to go anyway because I don't want to risk seeing any spoilers or hearing them. Okay, Aaron. Uh, we do want to gotcha. begin the show. Thank you that for basically, we, we Aaron are there are spoilers, so I, I do apologize. I don't think we're giving too much away that you probably haven't seen in the trailers anyway. So you should be okay. But thank you for listening, Aaron Rosie. We appreciate it. Come back when you're done. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and I'm sorry, Nicholas. I didn't catch your question, but I was drinking tea, so that's on me. So, but you know. But why, why are they thinking about basically calling, calling us back in? Why don't you talk about a couple of these sticks and I'm going to grab another tea. Oh, hang on, hang on. Nicholas, just call back, I think. Yes, just call back. So I'm going I'm I'm to I'm attempt to answer this and then we'll go to these sticks, okay? Sounds good to me. Okay. Do you think any mutants will be brought into the MCU in the, ah. in the show? Oh, the M word. My favorite word, <laughs> the M word. We Woo-hoo! are all waiting for how they're going to bring the mutants in. I don't think it's going to... It's not going to happen via Wanda. I don't think that's going to happen. I still think there's going to be a reality crash, in, and that's probably going to happen in Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, but because I know they're doing a show, X-Men show now, it's going to be called The Mutants, I believe. Is that correct? I seem to remember that's, remember that's coming up in the news somewhere. And um, so I, I don't think we're going to be seeing The Mutants quite yet. I'm really looking forward. Gene is really looking forward to it. I know that. But I want to say something here. I here. can't here. wait. But For the mutants. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see any mutants no, yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're gonna see, I we're think we see may more get like some little hints to mutants. But I don't think they're going to give it to us yet. No, no. And also, to, I'm not sure if they're actually ever going to win. hints here and there or some little Easter eggs, but I don't think we're going to see them yet, just yet. 
Not yet, no. However, I want to I want to say this this for now. The Super Soldier Serum project basically kicked off a lot of stuff in the Ultimus universe used by Marvel. So we may see it related to a certain Canadian uh, superhero that's got a very bad attitude and has claws. So who is also known to frequent Madripoor? Frequent Madripoor as well, and is played by a uh, Australian actor, commonly known using the words of huge action. So. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> so anyhow, we've got another calling from Charms the Keck. So uh, I, I'm going to play Charms stuff here, but I think I can always see the message already. So I'm going to basically call this in, and then, we, then we're going to go to Easter eggs, okay? Sounds good to me. Okay, here we go. Okay, Charms, we're playing your message. I think he said, how do you think mutants are going to be introduced into the MCU? Oh, okay. Thank you, Char- th- th- thank you, Charms. I appreciate that. Yes, um, yes, uh, yeah. I-, I do apologize to Nicholas. It's-, it's not your fault. It looks like the message system is not the clearest in the world. That's all. Um, mutants are going to appear. I think it's going to be a reality. I think it's going to be a- maybe a reality crash, or we're going to see spin-offs of the Enhanced Human Project, which is basically what it's the Super Soldier Serum stuff. Um, I'm thinking we're going to see a rollback to maybe some stuff. We s- stuff. Do you remember? The- do you remember the Ultimus Universe, Gene? Marvel's Ultimates? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they pretty much kicked off the mutants from basically the 1940s and the Super Soldier Serum project. So I'm thinking we might see it, might see it spun from there because we've seen a lot of Ultimate stuff appear in the MCU. So they might, they might do it that way. So, and if we do, the first mutant we're going to see actually is going to be a very short-haired, bad-tempered guy who pops claws. So you think the first mutant we get is going to be Wolverine? I think so. T- I, th- I honestly, you know what? I'd love it to be that because he's more relatable and that basically open, open the door to, to more and more mutants. And the mutants should be a much younger cast, so we're not going to see old mutants. I think we already saw our first mutants. Okay, who do you think they are? Wanda's children, Monica. Well, I don't, no, Monica's not a mutant, though. Monica, Monica's changed by basically cosmic radiation. She's a radiation-based um, superhero. Basically, lots of them in the MCU. Cosmic radiation things are all over the place in MCU. Well, like that may that, be how they're going to explain the mutants. Well, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, but however it's going to go, I think it's going to be an interesting trip. And, they, and they're, they're going to ground it a little bit more and basically explain to us why we've not seen mutants yet in the MCU. So um, I'm, think, I'm thinking that basically it's going to be it's coming off the Super Soldier program. Gene's probably, Gene is probably thinking it's going to be coming off the cosmic radiation stuff, which oh, both, are, both are very probable and interesting theories. Anyhow, I'm going to hand this over to, to Gene for a second, and she's going to talk about some of the Easter eggs you saw in the show. And I'm going to drink well, a quick cup of tea. We actually have but- another question. Oh, wow, this is cool. Fantastic. Okay, let's see what it is. It's from Nicholas. It's from Nicholas Who again. So I'm going to listen really hard this time. Thanos. So, Oh, crap. What? Did, you, did you hear that? Oh, damn it. Gene? No, because you talked over him when I was playing it. I believe I he might have asked something. Button. It sounded like he asked about... Thanos. I could be wrong. Thanos? Uh, you think Thanos would cause the If mutants? he did, I don't think we're going to see Thanos anymore for a while. I think we're mo- we're moving on from him. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're moving on from Thanos. The next big bad is going to is going to be. Uh... Oh, cool! I've forgotten his name. Oh, Nicholas is back. Uh, I said, "Who's going to be the next Thanos?" Oh, who's going to be the next big bad? Um, it's going to be, what's we call it, right? Oh, I forgot his name. 
I know you're talking. Hang on. I think you may have muted yourself. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Um, ah, okay, for, here we go. I completely forgot the name of the next big bad, the temporal guy. I believe I know we're getting like a nightmare. I know he's coming, but I don't, he's not Thanos level. No, I'm no, 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 thinking no. we could be getting Galactus is possible. No, no, no. I don't because think, I don't we think know we're, we're going to be getting Fantastic get Four. Yet. I think we're going to get hints of Galactus. But I don't think we're going to get Galactus. So who's going to be the next Thanos then? It's Kang. Kang is going to be the next Thanos. That's it's a going possibility. To be Kang the yeah, Kang. Yeah, Kang could be Thanos. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. I, I see it. I see it. I, I, it's going to be I, Kang the you. Conqueror. It's going to be. It's going to be the next big bad. It's going to be basically hinted at and pulled out in various areas because basically Kang is all about basically preservation of the time stream. So he becomes victorious. And we know he's coming. And we know he's coming. We know he's going to be here in Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumanium. And I believe he's appearing in a in another one, right? As well. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it the uh, Doctor Strange one again? I believe he might be in Doctor Strange as well. Yeah. So we know we know Kang is coming, and Kang is definitely a Thanos level threat. So um, he's. Gonna, I think he's going to be the next big bad. And the great thing about Kang is he can keep coming back. Oh yeah, over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. Okay, we've got another call coming, and so let's see who it is. Okay, it's from uh, it's from Charms, and he says we're gonna get Kang the Conqueror and Doctor Doom. That's my prediction. Okay, I think that's a good prediction from Charms. There, I we are I we definitely gonna get Kang, and I think we're gonna see Doctor Doom, but I don't think we're gonna see Doctor Doom until we see the Fantastic Four. So I would love to see the storyline where Wanda ends up in Latveria with Doctor Doom, and that's where the Avengers find her, and she that whole storyline. I would love to see that. Well, that'd be fun, I think. And I think and we get the Children's Crusade. We're definitely the young getting the Avengers, young Avengers Children's Crusade comic book if you haven't like said, read it young... go read it it's fantastic it's okay but yeah um but yeah yeah young avengers are coming so there's a chance we're gonna get children's crusade but i don't think we're going to see um see uh dr do until we see the fantastic folks they kind of go hand in hand however the next big bad at this moment of time definitely will be kang but i know kevin Feige has said that basically there's going to be numerous other villains that are going to be popping popping out the woodwork so we're going to be in for an interesting some interesting rides ahead okay i'm going to turn this over to gene now so she can do some easter egg stuff and then we're going to move on and talk about invincible after that so take it away gene well if you didn't catch it at the end of the episode, Zemo's cell number, 2187, that is actually a nod to Star Wars. Um, that is Princess Leia's cell number where she was being kept on the Death Star. So, very cool Easter egg. That's actually a pretty cool one, actually. Yes, I agree. 
And if you were listening closely, uh, Bucky is 106 years old. And he read The Hobbit in 1937 when it came out. Oh, yeah. What? Ah, I didn't think it was actually Dude, released in Bucky the US at that time. <laughs> yeah, Bucky's he's definitely. A nerd. In, who knew? He's who one knew? Of us. Who knew? One Bucky of is us. a token head, one just like me. One of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. But no, no. I, but the thing is, the only thing about that is, I thought is, I didn't realize the Hobbit, the Hobbit had international release at that point. I know it was published in that, at that time, but I didn't realize it was actually overseas by that time. But that's pretty cool that we all know now. Bucky has a lot of Lord of the Living stuff to catch up on. I wonder what he thinks about the Peter Jackson movies. I, I would Peter be, interested. I would be interested timeline. to know that too. I wonder if Bucky's seen them. I wonder if I, they're on his uh, on his in his little book with his lists. Do you think Bucky has a list? Yeah, he, 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 he has like the other well, people. He that does have a list. He has a list of people that he wants to, I guess, make amends with. I know, but you know, is he like is he as curious as, as basically uh, Steve Rogers was? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like he, he the, just. Yeah. It gives me the impression that somebody just wants to disappear into, disappear into the shadows and be forgotten. Yeah. Because he said that like the only time he had peace was in Wakanda. And yeah. it, it, I feel like he doesn't care what's going on in the world. He just wants to be left the hell alone and yeah, just wants I'm, to go. I'm, I'm like, going with that too. I think he just wants to be left alone, and he's just getting put, he's getting pulled into these events because he, he's actually oblig- he feels obligated to Steve. I think that's we have a question from Nicholas. We do. Hang on. Okay. Okay, Nicholas. Let's hear what we've got to say. I believe there was a leak about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in the Spider-Man movie. Ah. Okay. Yes. Yes. We know. We've all seen the fabulous Into the Spider Verse, which is absolutely amazing. And I remember me and you, me and you first watched it, Gene. It was like sitting in the cinema, and like a comic book exploded in our face. Oh my and god! The movie was gorgeous. Beautiful. We saw it in two D. Then we went back and saw it in three D. Which we we hardly ever do that. So that proves how good this movie was. Yes, we're going to see Kevin McGuire and Andrew Garfield come back, but they're going to be part of the Spider Verse movies, which is kind of like it's Marvel, but not Marvel MCU. So they they're gonna we're gonna be seeing those guys and they're gonna come back in this in, in, in the Spider-Verse. So I'm looking forward to seeing their versions of Spider-Man animated and another version of the Spider-Verse could pop up pop out the screens as well. Because apparently we're gonna get the Japanese Spider-Man as well, which is absolutely Oh we bonkers. are so we're gonna see Spider-Man Mecha. So that would be fun as I well. Live action. Is that Maybe, what you're saying? No, no, I think I think the stick is animated for they're gonna mix the animation. I think it's going to be animated format, and I think they should stay with that because it, it, if we, I, I can happily sit through another exploding comic book, I really could. Oh, definitely, me too. Yeah, so that, but, that, that, yeah, that we're, de- we're definitely going to get the different Spider-Mans, and they're going to give us what we want, and we're getting it all. God it's bless, Spidey. If you're if you're a fan of superheroes, this is a great time to be alive. And basically, watch about Superman, but superhero stuff. Do you have any more? Oh my god! Yes. If you, you, you live for more, nothing else, live for this. Live for this, exactly. You got any more Easter eggs? Um, no. I think that's. We can move on to uh, 
Okay. The next little bit of business about Invincible. Oh, Invincible. Now, this is cool. Holy shit balls, if you haven't seen it. <laughs> My it. God, what are you doing with your time? Go watch it on Amazon Prime. Jesus. Now, we should point out now that we've only seen the first two of the three dropped episodes. So, and um, Invincible is one of the only few comic books I absolutely know nothing about. All I know is he's a super, he's a kid, turns into superhero powers, and his dad's a bit of a dick. That's all I know about it. But um, so for me, Invincible is a whole new, un- whole new, unexplored, undiscovered country for me, and I'm kind of excited about that because I've never picked up an Invincible issue in my life, so I know next to nothing about the Invincible universe. But holy neither, neither crap, do I. I know nothing. So, one of the first cool things about this is we're both we're both invincible virgins. So um, this is going to be uh, an exploration for us both, and for everybody else who's probably not heard of Invincible as well. So we're going to be exploring this in in real time with you guys as well. I cannot give you any insights about this this book at all because I know nothing about it. Neither do I. So we're both. But hey. That first, let's talk about that first episode, right? I mean, we're all sitting there and we're all thinking, "Oh, this is like this is like a coming coming of age animation superhero story." Kid gets his power, dad acts like mentor. J.K. Simmons, yeah, and we got J.K. J.K. Simmons is basically luring us in with his 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 hypnotic voice, making all calm and stuff like that as he's as he's playing Omni Man. I mean, and then and it's kind of cliche. It's kind of there's some there's some real fun like super superhero cliches in there. We're basically the Justice League analog and that sort of thing. But then basically, oh my gods! Now we're going to talk about the ending. So if you're not seeing Invincible, you're going to have to leave now. You've been warned. Spoilers you, think enough, you, you think that's enough warning? Yeah, I think that's enough warning. Holy crap! The ending screen. We're, we're, we're sitting there going, "Okay, has it stopped? Has it finished? What's going on here?" And they're basically going into the into the go- the global guardians' headquarters, which are basically Invincible's universe's Justice League. And holy crap! You you were like screaming your head off at this point. You want you want to talk about it? My jaw dropped on the floor. Like I was like my hands were on my face. Like I'm like what the just happened holy okay shit. so to give you some context of why basically gene was basically picking herself off the floor omni-man murdered the global guardians what? totally on screen and i remember at this point the animation is very classic and very basically like saturday morning tv show type animation we had crush skulls we had bits of body parts pulled out we saw full on full on blood and gore and it's like, oh my god, this what's going on here? So we just watched we watched Omni Man kill every single member I mean, of like the very, v- like like very graphic. Very like graphic. the boys kind of graphic. Yes. Like if you like the boys, you will love Invincible. Yes, you will love Invincible. And it's a total utter jaw dropper. Now I should have expected this from Robert Kirkman, but it took me completely by surprise as well. And it's like, wow, what are we watching here? I mean, the parents and the the teenage son, like the um, the language they use with each other is very modern. 
you know, um, the themes are, are, you know, very modern and, and timeless and, you know. Oh, well, but, I agree. It's very well done. You get so to the see, end in oh, that little undertone and you're like, holy shit, what? Yeah, the holy shit. We, we, we literally have been treated to J.K. Simmons playing basically the universe's version of Superman in the way that you expect basically Superman to be. And he turns out to be a murdering psychopath in the last 15 minutes of the, of the show. And you're going, holy fuck, what have we watched? And that's going to be my only swear word, to, swear word for this, this uh, podcast. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was like oh my god what did we just watch i want to uh, put the next episode on that's like what people are thinking about somebody basically watching watching watching, watching the puppets talk what i'll be watching no but um yeah a so that was a, that was i'm sorry a train wreck i told you a train wreck i know and then basically we got to we got to episode two and then basically you know we're watching episode two going or we, we, we took a break for Falcon to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, and we went back to watch episode two, going, "Okay, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next?" And it was just basically, it was, it was actually getting, it was more disturbing knowing what Omni Man had done, and basically him acting acting so normal around his kid, and it's like, "Whoa!" And then we had, the, then we had the the, uh, the temporal aliens come in and basically trying to, trying to take out the uh, the teen the uh, teen guardian squad. And it's like, oh my god, this is it's no hold backs, guys. These are basically superheroes being superheroes, but there's really, really a real feeling of peril going on. Even when the the, uh, the Teen Guardians were basically fighting against the Temporal Aliens, and they were losing, it was like, oh my yeah, god, yeah, like you really thought like there's gonna be there's peril. There's real, real sense of peril, a real sense like of, oh, my God. Like, shit's going to go down and some stuff's going to happen. Yeah, so. But the second episode is basically just... But it was also just, funny oh, no. as well. Oh, yeah, very it's definitely funny. funny as well. So this is, this is, in every level, this is a very good superhero show. So we recommend it highly. Um, we're going to be we're going to go episode by episode with you guys. So and we're going to be exploring it the same way that you guys are going to be exploring it because we know nothing about Invincible. I mean, I may start reading back, reading Invincible after this series is finished, or I may just go. You know what? I just want to I just want to be a complete version to this and just explore it as we go. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, I think I may wait until we get further in, and then um, I think I'll may, might start pick up the comic and, and read it because it's always nicer to I like reading the stuff too because there's always more detail in the books oh, yeah. than there is in the series and Robert Kirkman's a great writer so you know, you, you, you know I think I think you're going to see extra layers of subtext going on there too oh yeah definitely but we still have we still have one more episode of the three episode drop to see so when we come back for next week for our next show we'll be talking about that episode as well so yes we will and now okay. our one last bit for tonight okay suicide squad trailer drop the new one from Sorry, the horribly beautiful mind of james gunn are we really calling james gunn's man beautiful <laughs> i'm gonna say this first this is basically a mature version of guardians of the galaxy yeah yeah I love so, the that they he chose Steely Dan's Dirty Work, which oh, I heard was trending. Oh yeah, I mean, very good song, by the way. Yeah, it's a good song. But this very fitting. Is 
very fitting. This is what they should have done with the Suicide Squad in the first place. It's based, basically, the entire tone is roughly close to the 90s books. So if you read that Suicide Squad back in the 90s like I did, the tone is very close to that. It's a little bit more irrelevant. There is real peril, but it's a little, it's played, it's, there is some real com- comedic moments as well. And I think this is going to be a real fun ride for everybody. And I'm really enjoying with it, enjoying what's basically going to be a palette refresh for the DC universe. And I think James Gunn is the right guy to do the Suicide Squad. I think he really is. Oh, I, I agree. And, uh, I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited about it. I'm very excited and about like it. And you know seeing what? like the thinker, um, Capaldi mm-hmm. as the thinker. And Harley's and Harley's been absolutely fantastic again. So you know, it was it was great to see. Oh, that was um, that that was hilarious! Like you came to rescue me, really? Do you want me to go back inside and you can come oh. rescue me? Oh, <laughs> that is hilarious! And I have to say this, and this is something that basically I never thought I'd say. John Cena is funny as fuck in the trailer. He really is. Oh my god! Who would have thought be- you'd ever hear John Cena say he would eat a beach full of dicks? If this, if this beach was covered in dicks and I'd eat every dick for, for liberty, I would. Yes, he and, would. And when that girl and says... Thank you, John Cena. Thank you, John Cena. But when that girl says, who, why, who, who would cover a, a beach in penises? And his reply is, who knows what mad men will do? That's going to be a classic, classic line. It's going to be quoted all over the place now. I think so, too. But who knew John Cena had comic timing like that? I mean, come on, let's face it. He's, you know, we, you, don't, you, don't, you don't really well, attribute that getting- with him. You know he's getting an HBO Max series. I know. I, I you know I like Peacemaker. Peacemaker is a very extreme, extreme character. So I think if they play it, I think they're like they're going to play it like a really extreme version of Captain America. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see him play this character, and I think this is going to be a good role for John Cena. So I, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. It's like, and but I want to say one, say one other thing as well. Killer Shark is going to be the next Groot. Yeah, I think I think so too. And um. the, the, and then watching him eat those people. Oh my god! <laughs> I know that was, that was very killer shark. And basically, the like guy, the guy in the chair, going, guy "Oh my god!" <laughs> but I have to say, this was a very enjoyable trailer drop. I enjoyed the heck out of it, and I thought it was really, really enjoyable. And I love the tone. I love this slight feeling of irreverence. irreverence. I love the fact, basically, they weren't taking it seriously, and we're seeing these these villains in almost in, in their almost in their villain analog outfits as well, which basically brings a, an, an, another tonal nice nicety to the DC universe. And I think if they do it right, it's going to be a real good, fun, fun, dirty dozen movie. So. I think so too. And very quickly, um, we have. A message. We have a message. Okay. Um, yes, we do. Let me see what it is. Hang on. It's from Sweet Lullaby. Good morning, nerd girl Jean and Alt World. Uh, just dropping by to say hello. Uh, browsing through uh, live shows. This show seems to be very uh, full of energy and positive energy. So have a blessed oh. day or wherever you are. I think have a blessed night. Thank you, Lullaby. You have a great day too. Uh, we we are basically. Thank you, a lot sweet of... Lullaby. That was so that nice was, of a, you. That was a very nice message. Thank you very much. Uh, we do try to basically make it all bouncy and and, and a lot of fun because we really do enjoy what we're talking about here. Um, thank you for for popping by and saying hi and leaving that message. That was very kind of you. Um, and you have a blessed day too. So thank you, thank you. 
and good morning and good evening and good night wherever you are exactly all three of them because who knows what time zone it is but you know what it's usually five o'clock somewhere which means tequila time and thank you for listening (laughs) thank you for listening i do appreciate it but now so we've got some good things coming up suicide squad trailer looks interesting uh so i'm looking forward to that movie we've got invincible invincible to catch up on and watch which is gonna be great watching we've got falcon and winter soldier it's really starting to kick ass Gonna be very excited for the for, for the Loki one and see what Young Avenger they basically introduce in that one. We might see uh, you know, Hookling maybe. That'd be good, right? So Oh yeah, I, w- I would love to see Hulkling. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, to see. Well if they're gonna do the Young Avengers, then they've gotta they've gotta have him in there. Oh, definitely, definitely. So I'm look. I'm really, really looking forward to basically. We know we're going to see a uh, Young Avengers team. I'm looking forward to seeing that happen. Um, I'm thinking these TV, these Marvel TV shows are really going to kick some real, real, real ass. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot oh, about they this. They should get all the awards. Oh, all the awards. We're getting Black Widow too. Ah, yes, the Black Widow release. We're, we're getting, Black Widow, release. We're getting, release, Black, we're getting Black Widow in movies and on Disney uh, Premium. June 9th, I believe. June 9th. Um, and I have to say, we, we're going to be watching it on basically uh, Disney Premium because basically I'm not ready to go into movie theaters yet and neither is Gene. Um, mainly because, you know, pandemic, COVID and all that kind of stuff. And um, so we're going to be sitting there watching it and I'm looking forward to seeing this Black Widow movie. I've been looking forward to seeing this Black Widow movie for a long, long time. And not because I really think Scarlett Johansson's hot, but I just really be wanting to see it. But she you is... You to say that out loud? But, but she is hot. Yeah, she's kind of hot. So... <laughs> but that's not why I want to see it. But she is hot. Yeah, yeah, let's go with that. See, see, I, I, I got away with it. Anyhow, look. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. That's basically it's going it's to cap off um, Black Widow's this Black Widow story, and basically, I think it's going to launch the new Black Widow. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I think that. it's going to launch the new Black Widow too. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Scarlett Johansson's uh, uh, swan song in the MCU. It's going to be a really. I know, it's be, it's, it's, I'm sad. But I'm sad because she, she really is. If you if you watch her moments and her, her stuff in the Avengers and that kind of thing, and especially in Winter Soldier, her character kicks ass. Yeah, she does. Really kicks ass. And you got to remember this one thing about about Scott about Black Widow. She isn't enhanced. No, she's just, not. She's, she's highly, just highly really freaking highly trained and just very good at what she does. Very good at what she does. So I'm going to be sad to see the character go now because this is basically this is her, her goodbye. But oh, I cried when she, well, you know, I cried when she died in Endgame. So you cry I'm all probably the time. going to cry in this one too. God damn it. Oh, you're crying this one. You cry all the time though. You're like, eh, eh. somebody's dead. You, you cry more than Kevin Smith. You know you do. Maybe. Uh-huh. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. You know you do. But hey, so um, I'm looking forward to seeing this. We're going to be watching it basically on Disney Plus Premium because, you know, it just works out. It actually works out to be cheaper for us too than going to the movie theater. And we're not ready to go in the movie theater yet. And I don't think we're going to be ready to go in the movie theater to probably next year, to be honest. We all know why. So it's just one, yeah, of, those, one of those unfortunate no. things. Watch it at so, home in the comfort of our home. That's fine. On our couch, on our TV, getting attacked That's by the right. cats and the dog. Exactly. I'll be fine as you don't squeak. Exactly. And that's all this week, nerdlings. Yes, that's it. Thank you. 
Thank you for and coming if on. If you enjoy our nerdly ramblings, then please be a peach and make sure to like and subscribe. And you can find the Nick and Jean show wherever you digest your podcast. And please be kind and leave a review because it really please does do. help us. I mean, we really and do this, appreciate all the, all the call-ins today. Thank you. Yes, thank you for everybody that called in today. Um, catch us every Monday, 8 o'clock, um, live on the Stereo app, and hopefully streaming on Twitch. And mm-hmm. this has been an Alt World Productions. Good night. Bye. Bye. Y'all take care now. Bye-bye-bye. <laughs>